Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Diamond Styles, and I am the master chef, cooking you up something succulent and divine. It's your boys out here, and we are serving hot talk and cool iced tea. And I'm Mia Mix, here to set the tone and make sure the mood is right. So come on in and get comfortable. Pull up a chair, have a seat. You can even take your shoes off. Wait, not if your feet is down. <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> Welcome, Welcome to Marsha's Plate. The time has come for you to be the change you want them to be, yeah. No more running around filled with all hypocrisy, yeah. It starts from the inside, it spreads wide, and everything will be alright. Join the conversation. Hashtag Marsha's Plate. Oh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We want to hear what you guys have to say. You can also help us build community by becoming a patron on patreon.com slash Marsha's Plate. By contributing to this podcast, you help us continue our powerful work to change culture one episode at a time. So, let's get started. Yo. Hey. What <laughs> is going on? So, it's the <laughs> last episode of um, 2019. Yes. And and of this, the 10s. The 10s. The, the, is it the 10s? The 2000. Yeah. The 2010s. Yeah. The 10s. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's the last episode of that. Welcome. Um, thank you for um, all the shares of last episode. Y'all really is loving the episode. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, it just needed it to be talk about talked about, yeah. Especially the the part about Lizzo because she's she's just been going They've been viral, going crazy. yeah. But with that with a response from the basketball game, yeah. So thank y'all for supporting that video and sharing it with your people, especially you know there are some particular um, girls, women who um, I admire within the body positive community and every single one of them that I admire. I didn't send it to them, but they found their way to it. Really? And have shared it. That's dope. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm glad that you get what I'm saying. You know, when you talk about certain things that you may not have, Mm -hmm. um, you're not sure if you did it right. Yeah, and you want to make and there's certain people that you that you're proud that you want to like it, right? Exactly. <laughs> and so every person that I admire within the um community, yeah. big black film community, yeah. um, you know that shit is excellent. Yeah, though. that means that you're doing the work. Amazing. Like, I, loved I loved it because I have a lot of beautiful big black women in my life that I mm-hmm. love. So it's just like I was sending it to my friends. I was like, "Hey, this it is," and my friend really liked it. Oh yeah. yes, hey friend. <laughs> yes. Um, I have been traveling, so um, I I haven't announced it on the show, <laughs> so I guess I can announce it. Go ahead. Um, I am the newly 
hired. Come on, pay black women. Yes. yes. <laughs> play, play black trans Yes. <laughs> um, I am the newly appointed executive director of Black Trans Women's Inc. Ah! Yes, ma'am. So. <laughs> definitely bomb as fuck. I'm really excited about it. Multiple reasons. First of all, you've been doing that type of work though. Before, the past B tags I've yeah. been to, it kind of felt that vibe that you were already like a head honcho. Yeah, because it was giving that. I was, slave, I was <laughs> slaving for free. <laughs> when well, you getting paid to slave. Yeah, so now Wait, you know. Makes sense. I, you know, I have been working with this. Um, I've been working with Black Trans Advocacy Coalition for about eight years, and mm-hmm. I've been on the board, and I have been, you know, just really invested in their leadership as a volunteer, um, and I really feel passionate about them, and it's a small nonprofit, so I feel like I can take it to the next level because of my care and my own leadership and who I am as a person, mm-hmm. I think I can take it to the next level. I um, think so too. Yeah. yeah. I, think been, I think I think it's a great thing for multiple reasons. One of the reasons because I was like a month away from having to move. What? Yeah, because I only got I got a job offer in um Seattle. Uh. And my savings was looking like Hey, hey. <laughs> what's what's going to go on? Like, you either going to have to move or you're going to have to, something's going to have to shake. And mm-hmm. so this opportunity came and um, right on time and mm-hmm. I didn't have to move. So it wouldn't affect Marsha's plate. It wouldn't affect, um, I don't want to leave Houston. I like mm-hmm. Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the weather here. I like the people here. I like everything about Houston. But, um, you know. But my things, my creative avenues wouldn't be affected. I can, um, even though um, Black Trans Women's Inc. is based in Dallas, that's a hop, skip, and a jump from here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think it's like two hours. Yeah. Four. It's no, no, it was about four hours. Not about oh. Four. <laughs> not, not I'm thinking I'm living somewhere else. Yeah. I'm, I was, <laughs> she thought she was in Waco again. But, yeah. Because yeah. I'm, I'm going there for a Christmas, so I'm just. Yeah, <laughs> so you know it, it. I didn't have to uproot my life I could still stay in Houston and still do the work that I've been doing so because of that um, you know I could stay where I'm at um, also you know there's a lot of plans that I want to implement a lot of programs and a lot of um, you know just things I want to change mm-hmm. and Y'all know how I do. Y'all know I care about trans people with, you know, I'm passionate about the care of trans people. I'm passionate about the care, um, our connection in community with um, black women. I care about um, our connection with trans men. I care about our connection with black queer men Mm -hmm. um, and black cis men. Mm-hmm. So I care about those connections. Now, mm-hmm. black cis men are not my priority. Okay. <laughs> black cis men. You know, you know I, th- I think that um, there is a connection that we need to have as black people mm-hmm. um, with good people. 
not trash people, but good people who are really trying to build community within the cis black women community, cis black men community, um, queer men, queer women. I want to make those connections a little bit stronger Mm -hmm. because it almost feels like um, bridge them gaps, bridge them gaps. Mm -hmm. I don't think we've worked on that. Activists been working on that for like, a long time so I'm, I'm i would be very interested to know like what's your ideas of trying to begin mm-hmm. that path well i'm talking journey. about really specific community like of course we've been building community on a national level but um like within dallas within okay. houston like really specific in our area mm-hmm. um you know and of course as the executive director, stuff has been happening. It was kind of weird. There's some weird stuff happening too. Oh, yeah. There's some people that I um I had sent Facebook requests years ago and they never accepted it. And then when they seen me announced as the executive director, they accepted it. Mm-hmm. It was weird. It's been weird, silly shit like that. Interesting. Um, it's been getting me connection with <laughs> with white people. That threw me out. It's it's been real <laughs> strange. It's, there's been some strange shit that's happening. But um, but good things though, positive. Uh, strange. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it at that so we kind of see a conclusion. Yeah, it's 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 strange. It's um good things, but there are good things. But there's some strange things. It's like mm, it makes me feel uncomfortable. Like maybe I'm not not. I'm not good for it, but may, I'm, I might not be the person y'all think that I am because, um, you know, I'm really, I shoot from the hip. I'm very direct. I'm very, um, the type of leader that I am mm-hmm. is transparent. And that's what um, leaders that's need. What people to, need. Yes. Like people need, people need leaders to not, to, to show them their faults as well as guide them. Like yeah. I think some people are used to like a certain type of um, leader where they're just they're just pushing you along and not not actually helping you. I think I also think people are used to leaders that, and I'm not talking about any specific anybody specific, but I feel like people are used to a lot of leaders these days tokenizing off of activism and it just being that to where it just seems like I'm here, but. I'm I'm doing some work, but I'm still getting my money. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like people are used to that and not used to people being truthful and direct and trying to be inclusive and yeah, aware sure. of their own actions. So I definitely that's not not me. I know you're right. not talking about me, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But definitely not me because this is not enough money. It's not. Yeah. A, it's enough money for me to you know pay some bills but it's not enough money for me to thrive off of mm-hmm. um but we're a small nonprofit, and we you know we're growing to a certain level and we haven't got to the certain level because of what we are led by trans folks and so that gives us a lot of um whatever the opposite of nepotism is whatever the opposite of having those connections to people mm-hmm. a lot of times when it's time for us like we we're learning how to write grants our own um we're learning how to write grants on our own because we can't afford to pay some grant writer to come in um so we don't have the resources and the connections to build um the infrastructure but like i said we've been going on for eight years and we're going to keep going and we have set it up to where no matter if we don't have the funding we still run 
<laughs> so we're trying to get the funding to be able to do programs that we want to do. And because this is my passion, long as I'm able to live, like I'm not homeless, I'm okay mm. with doing the work. That's kind of like how it is. Mm. Um, but, um, you know, it's, it's, it's basically taking care of my basic necessities and everything else that I can do on the side with the freedom, with mm. that freedom is what brings me you know, more income, like if I get some speaking gigs, if I can gotcha. get that, that's extra. But it's definitely bare, mm. bare minimum. <laughs> okay. Don't, it definitely ain't about no coins for me. Um, <laughs> trust and believe. Gotcha. Um, but I think that, um, I think a lot of times I'm up front. Like, I, because this is the bare minimum. <laughs> I can say I don't like this shit. I don't like how you talking to me. I don't like how you are playing this game. Mm. This what this um nonprofit industrial complex shit. I don't like how you playing this game and I don't have to kiss people's ass because this is not enough money for me to kiss somebody's ass. So this is how I feel. And I think that that keeps for me, it keeps me rooted in what the my intention of what I'm supposed to do. Mm. Instead of it being Oh, I'm making a hundred, hundred hundred k a year, and I'm like, ooh, this is a lifestyle I'm used to, and you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, not to say that I'm that person, but that there's a different temptation when you're making, you know, thirty yeah. something thousand compared to a hundred. Yeah. Da 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 da. Somebody may be tempted to say, ooh, I don't want to lose this money, and da da da. I want to kiss and rub elbows with these white people, and the, even though they're problematic. I don't feel like the amount of money that I'm making is enough for me to really know because I care about my community. There's no amount of money, but mm -hmm. literally there's no temptation mm -hmm. <laughs> for literally no temptation for me to compromise my principles mm -hmm. for money. Gotcha. Like literally it is like, you know, look, yo, this is what we doing. This is how I want to do it. My core, my core point in my leadership is to make sure that we put in, I, I'm the executive director of Black Trans Women's Inc. So Black mm -hmm. Trans Women is my focus. Right. And so if you want to deal with the trans men, that's Black Trans Men's Inc. We got a whole other side over there. But my particular, what I'm supposed to be the leadership of is for the women. And mm. so I, my focus is what the fuck are you doing for Black Trans Women? And if you're an organization that is have a history or shade or da da da, da I'm gonna call you out. That's who I am. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> That's me. Yes. And what's funny is that <laughs> one of the people who hired me. Um, I don't see anything wrong with that. No, it's not. No, 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 no. I don't think it's anything wrong with it. I think that um, some other people they could lose their opportunities. Maybe. Yeah, okay. they can feel some kind of way. Yeah, but. I feel like my particular who I who I'm held accountable f for mm -hmm. are my people. Yeah. But like my bosses, they're like the reason why we want you here is because of that. Mm -hmm. um, we want the that's the reason. Like we want to make sure that we're doing what we're supposed to do because we see other people just not doing it right. Mm -hmm. um, not caring about what works and what doesn't work. More caring about the optics and the numbers. That and that's sense. important. That's important in regards to getting your grant. But if it's not helping the people, 
those numbers don't matter because we see a lot of times where people get numbers and they're not focusing on the right shit. Mm-hmm. All the time. Yeah, all the time. So that's not um, what I want to do. I want to be a little bit better. And that is what I plan to do. Um, my focus is going to be housing, anti-violence, and empowerment. Okay. Um, I want to create programs around that, around um, education. So if you are a um, a person that is looking for an organization to support or me to support, make sure you donate to us and... Um, um, I will put the links in the bottom. You can become a sponsor. Uh, it doesn't have to be a sponsor for um, like the whole organization. Like when we have conferences and stuff, you can mm-hmm. sponsor one person. Like you can sponsor a person to get to the conference or their, um, you know, stuff like that. So I really um, appreciated it. If you, you know, I'll put the links in the bottom and you can support however much, however you want to do. So we are. You know, we're one of the only black trans led trans focused organizations in the country. And that's what I need. I need the support of the yes, people. Yeah. Please. So because of that, I have been traveling a lot. I'll end up going to um The Bay. I end up going to <laughs> The Bay, <laughs> the yeah. Bay baby, Oakland, California. <laughs> it was my first time being there, and I was brought by um, Auburn Seminary, and it just was an a fucking amazing spiritual experience. Mm-hmm. Surprise, though, it was surprise surprising because I didn't know what I was coming into. I just got this random email from somebody. And they had told me that somebody had recommended me. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So, and the person, I knew the person that they said recommended me. So, I was mm-hmm. like, and I trust them. So, I was like, oh, okay, cool. But the way they were sending it to me was like. Casually. Casually. And <laughs> it was some cost in it. I'm like, bitch, I'm broke. I ain't got no coins <laughs> okay. to do none of this. So, so, I really ignored it. Mm. And I was like, hmm. I, I kind of ignored it. I was like, oh, this is just because I'll get emails like this all the time where somebody's mm-hmm. saying, oh, well, come to this. The cost of the the conference is this and <laughs> it's 150 for this and oh. just all this coin stuff. And I've just read it and I'm like, OK, <laughs> good luck. Good luck with your, with your um, you know, getting your people <laughs> or whatever, because I'm broke. So I can't afford nothing. No traveling, no nothing. And so. She sent me a message back when I didn't respond to that. Like two weeks later, she sent me a message saying, hey, you didn't fill out blah, 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 blah. And I was <laughs> like, oh, baby, <laughs> the mama is broke over here. <laughs> mama ain't got no coins. Girl. What's the tea? <laughs> and she was like, um, she was like, oh, no, 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 no. We're going to fly you out. We, we know we heard about your work through the person. We heard about your work through the person. So we really want you to be a part of this. And, you know. Which is beautiful. Blah 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 blah. I was like, okay, so do you ain't got buy nothing? You we gonna pay for your ticket. We gonna pay for your hotel. We are gonna pay to get you here. So come on. And I so I'm so glad that I responded because it was a very beautiful experience. Mm-hmm. They brought like women and men of all walks of life, of all faiths, of um um. Of all ages, the age range from like 70 to like 18, um, young people, 
um, all races, all it just was so much. Mm-hmm. It just was multiple, like it was trans men there, trans women, it was cis women. It's just every identity politic that you could think about mm. <laughs> was in the vicinity. Um, it just was great. And so we were, and we were just used two days to kind of just collectively like brings our minds together. Mm-hmm. Like what are, like what are, what are our goals for this decade coming up? Mm-hmm. And um, how can our communities work together and th- just bring in our thoughts? One of the m- amazing things that was kind of perfect was um, they had two artists, the two days that we were there, pictorially depict what we were talking about. So by the time by the time we ended the session, the two days, mm-hmm. it was a whole mural of things that had been said. And things that had been said, thoughts that had been worked out in a whole like mural form that they meet while we're having these wonderful, amazing conversations and moments. They're having these moments. And they're just kind of drawing them out. That's Didn't, everything. It was so, 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 so perfect. I'm, I'm going to post some of the pictures on our Instagram. But um, it was so perfect. Um, made a lot of connections, spiritual connections. And then. You know, social connections. There was an am- amazing Muslim woman that was there, and um, she was cool, cool as hell. We had a connection. Um, it just they fed us good. It just was, uh, small things that I just noticed that were just like kind of powerful to me. I remember when um, it was time we were all eating, and it was time for us to come back into the room where we were all having our discussions. Instead of them saying, "All right, y'all, come on," da 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 da, they would sing. They had one of the um, Yoruba um, priestesses sing Mm -hmm. to let us know that it was time to return back to our places in the other auditorium. And she would be in there singing and just drumming and playing drums. And so that was that was an indication for us to come back in there. And it wasn't rushed. It just was like, okay, we hear this beautiful voice singing and telling us come. And she was singing singing songs to Yemoja and Oshun, and it just was it just was so fire. It was just fire as fuck. Mm. Did you get like a recharge? I I did feel like a recharge. It did feel like a recharge. It felt like a. um, I wasn't stressed out, so I actually didn't need to be recharged. Actually, actually. I was well, like you know when you travel like like if you've been I don't know about y'all but like when I'm like when I go to other places and I come back I feel like I'm I'm just refreshed and oh, I'm ready yeah yeah I did feel a, a ref- kind of I'm I'm really good at de-stressing mm-hmm. like I get tons of sleep I don't <laughs> mind giving me my Z's I get tons of sleep I do I do a lot of stretching I don't really exercise like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to get more into that. That's what I want to do. But I do a lot of things. Like I get massages. Mm-hmm. I'll go get my feet done with the massage at the place, you know, at the nail place or whatever. I do a lot of things that and I take tons of spiritual baths, mm-hmm. tons of just regular baths. Come on, self-care somebody. That's just me. <laughs> yeah, that's just kind of what I do just to de-stress. We live stressful ass fucking lives. Mm-hmm. So I have, you know. And that's I, really important. Can't I don't go think crazy. understand how important it is for yeah, self-care. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I didn't feel like I was stressed out. My life isn't stressful right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I did feel like I was, I was where I was supposed to be. It did feel like universally 
um, like the universe put me in this position because mm-hmm. I was making connections that I, you know, I normally wouldn't have made mm-hmm. with people in a situation that I didn't plan. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it just turned out to I be love an amazing like thing. Those. It just turned out to be an amazing thing. So yes, it's it's That's I'm cool. tr- I'm traveling and doing uh, doing a lot of stuff just based on um, the connections I've been making. I got some BET thing that I'm producing that's coming out with um, Haley Sahar from Pose. Boom, boom. Mm. I have um, the coins. The coins are ready to boom. be. Boom. <laughs> um, um, I got something coming out with the root. I think at the beginning of the year. Um, so yeah, we got things happening. I want more things happening and I'm not in them. I'm producing them. So, you know, I'm a behind the scenes girl and I don't need my behind the scenes points. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think the root, I am in it, but, um, but the thing with BT, I'm not in it. I'm just, you know, I got my producer credit, Mm -hmm. (laughs) writer's credit, that type of deal. So that's what I live for. Resume. (laughs) Right. Adding on the resume. I need behind the scene coins. I don't need to be in front of the camera. (laughs) Right. Um, So, yes, that stuff is coming out. And, you know, um, these stuff is happening for me. And, of course, if things happen for me, stuff will happen for us. So I want to thank all of y'all for supporting us mm-hmm. and yes. Yes. Um, yes. sharing our shit and and just putting, you know, putting Marsha's play on the map. You're listening to Houston's own MP Trans 101. Oh. Now, listen, I know that what is basic trans 101 for me could just be the beginning for you. So this is for your basic ass. basic for me in this life could be just the beginning for you. Dwayne Wade's 11-year-old child is growing up and coming into their own life experience and identity. Dwayne Wade and his family is dedicated to allowing Zion the room and support to navigate this integral time in their life. I think that we all... And when I say all of us, I mean the LGBT community, queer men, queer black women, supportive cis women, our black ancestors, and rarely some cis men. All the work that we have done to charter a new path for somebody at the level of masculinity that Dwayne is to be free enough to stand up for their child, to stand up for their parenting, to be free to acknowledge that there is another way to be a dad that is more loving, that is more affirming, that is less traumatizing. I think that we all should be proud of the work that we have done, despite, you know, the backlash We have laid a foundation 
that is powerful, that takes us into a new era of existence when it comes to the relationship between our children. As a queer person, I am proud of all of you. I am proud of Dwayne Wade and Zion. And I'm so looking forward to Zion's experience in life being displayed on a public stage. In the same way that I was excited about Magic Johnson and EJ's relationship unfolding in front of our eyes. And as slow and grueling (laughs) as the progress has come, I think that this is definitely something that we should be proud of. And that's Trans 101. Oh my God, I want to thank all of our new patrons this week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yay, 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 yay. So not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast, you know, I also donate to other podcasts. I donate to other organizations. I have my finger on the post of the community. And I know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here. So you're not only helping to sustain us, you're helping to sustain other people in a community. Because I put my money where my mouth is. You know, that's just the kind of bitch I am. Community is fuck. (laughs) So thank you. I really, really appreciate you. And if you have not become a patron, why have you not? You can donate as low as a dollar a month. It doesn't matter. Anything helps. Please. Do I have to play Sarah McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? <laughs> All righty. Anyway, thank y'all. And the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show. So you guys will definitely be hearing this after Christmas. But it's before Christmas when we record. So I wanted to ask you guys, like, how has Christmas changed for you from a child to now? Like, um, did you still keep the same traditions that your parents did? And um, like, how do you view it now? Um, first of all i'm not i'm not a christian so i don't really celebrate christmas like that i'm not so yeah i don't consider myself a christian so yeah it's not it's just some um, i know the world is christmas christmasing (laughs) but diamond styles is not (laughs) christmasy so what do you do like do you just like pay it and just yeah just pay it okay cute (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's kind of just what it is um i don't um but you do accept gifts, though, right? Christmas gifts. I I haven't got a Christmas gift in years. Really? No. Um, you got a Christmas gift when you worked at um when you were working from your boss. Oh yeah, th- that's just like <laughs> that's like work type of thing. Yeah, that's some shit they got from the dollar store. Well, I feel candy. like trash. <laughs> well, I can't feel like trash because I really don't do Christmas. I will, but yeah. I'll talk about that. But I don't care about that. Like how how me and my friends, my close friends that's been my friends for years, Mm -hmm. we don't really give Christmas gift. We get we focus on each other's birthday. Ah. So we'll do stuff, birthday stuff. So it's not Christmas things. Now we hang out during the holidays because most people is off. Mm-hmm. Because the world is Christmasing, mm-hmm. doing their thing. The world is off on Christmas. So, yes, mm-hmm. of course, we go hang out and do food and, 
it's like you know yeah, Thanksgiving, yeah. and it's like I'm not celebrating no fucking Thanksgiving for real, for real. Right? You see what I'm saying? We the genocide of indigenous people. No, yeah. but this is when everybody is off because the rest mm-hmm. of the world is is celebrating that shit. So we just use it as a time that we just all can come together. Mm-hmm. So that's how it's been for years for me. Where yeah. this is the first time. Well, not your first time. You've been with us during you, so Thanksgiving. You've been around us for yeah, Thanksgiving before. I have yes, a of you. Times. This is your first time. More than a couple. Mm. Yeah. So over the years, like you just bring your chosen family mm-hmm. together, cook, and we have fun and we play games and just have fun. You know, I mean, Diamond usually cooks, but she didn't this year. I haven't cooked in a long time because it has um, been that long. Because I remember when I came and you had cooked. So it's been since then. Because I wasn't a store manager. I'm not okay. a store manager now, so I might cook. Not this time. But, well, she hit me up just a few minutes ago saying, can you bring a pot of greens? <laughs> <laughs> so I might cook some greens because I actually have them in there. Mm-hmm. So I might do that. But previously, before I was a store manager, I had more flexibility and I wasn't mm-hmm. drained when I would work the Bath and Body Works. Um, I would be drained during the holidays. So oh, before, yeah, for the that. past three, four years... I was drained. I didn't feel like doing no kind <laughs> of cooking. Don't trust me. I believe it. Yeah. So, but, you know, cooking, I love to cook. So, that's mm-hmm. that's kind of, I'm probably going to help her do that. Um, not this. I, I'm not thinking about this year. This year, I'm kind of <laughs> like, ah, I'm over it. But I do have some greens in there, so there's kind of no excuse for me not to bring a pot of greens. I do have some, you know, turkey necks and, you know, that okay. stuff. So, I might do that. But... That's I have been a tradition. My chosen family being in my around me during this time, that has been my tradition. Totally opposite than when I was younger. When I was younger, it was stay woke till 12 o'clock and my, my mama's tradition was you get to pick one gift to open mm-hmm. out of all the gifts under the mm-hmm. tree one gift you get to pick at 12 o'clock then you gotta take your ass to sleep and then you open them up tomorrow yes. that was <laughs> that was my okay. mama's tradition mm-hmm. and so um i don't have any children so i don't i don't really know if i would because that's kind of fun that's like a fun thing kind of whimsical child thing so i don't know if i would take that away from my child just mm-hmm. to have something fun to do for holidays mm-hmm. but because i'm not christian i feel like that would be weird for me to talk be worried about christmas like that um mm-hmm. but it is kind of fun it was it's i don't know how it will bring the holidays in with my children you can make your own tradition yeah yeah, yeah. so that's what i'm probably thinking about doing of course we have kwanzaa and of course i love the kwanzaa principles um but um Kwanzaa was weird to my my family, so we didn't really celebrate Kwanzaa. Mm-hmm. Um, it was I wonder why because it was Christmas. They were that's some it, because they were Christian based people. That's some shit trying to undermine Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so that's they were so they was some that was some bullshit that they felt like was undermining Jesus. So no, we is not doing that mm-hmm. in the house, and so. Um, yeah, so it was kind of, you know, that we didn't fuck with Kwanzaa. I started fucking with Kwanzaa as an adult. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, my traditions has totally changed. I don't really fuck with Christmas, and I kind of focus around my chosen family to use it as a time for us to gather. Well, for me, we used to go to my big mama house on Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. and we would get like, well, we not me, but... People only since we had such a big family, people only give like 
the adults gifts and stuff like that and that is so backwards Go not ahead. the kids <laughs> no <laughs> like, right? oh. the, some of the kids got some but it was i don't know if it was like on some favoritism shit but all i know is i never got a gift from them, from them i guess they Dang. knew my daddy would go all out because he was one of them people so wait okay so if your if your dad went all out why what do we mean you didn't oh you didn't get a gift from them yeah oh, okay so oh so the parents would be getting the kids gifts but the parents would be getting the adults all the adults gifts yeah okay. like select adults not every adult would okay. get a gift still because it was such a big family but when my grandfather was alive he would always sing and it was always the funnest when he was alive and it was just like a like a just another event for our big ass family to come hang out and i did what you did i opened the gift on christmas eve and then christmas day was cool you know we would just hang out <laughs> my small family my sister my dad my mom my dad i mean my sister me and my dad mom so since then i don't really care for <laughs> like i don't get excited but i'll give people gifts and stuff and we'll exchange gifts but it's nothing where i really give shit <laughs> i just be chilling i just be chilling like i don't even I, I don't know i'd use it as like a a rest time I mean that makes sense. I mean, cause that's kind of how I am too. <laughs> my 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 mom was kind of like yours, so we were able to like open a gift before twelve o'clock. But sometimes we would we would wait and stay up, and then come in at like early in the morning and open gifts. But I don't know about y'all, but I used to like. <laughs> try to like tear one side of the gifts but like flip it over so they can see it to try to see what it wow. was <laughs> oh they would be so over me mm -hmm. like I remember getting asked one time what <laughs> that was like we just got these we just wrapped these it's supposed to be a surprise that was so over me but over the years um yeah it kind of changed okay so I believed in Santa Claus at one time and I was so yeah. crushed when I found out he wasn't real. Really? Yes, man, because I was being on my best behavior for real, for real. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that actually worked on me. I was actually trying to be good and I got good grades and shit. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get what I want. And so I was like, wait a minute. I was good this year and I asked for this and I didn't I didn't get what I wanted. So I was mm -hmm. kind of over. But when I found out found out that he was wasn't real, like you know what you know what i really appreciate this and then like i started to see how um like my idea of what christmas changed because i used to think that um that you were supposed to get like these lavish things and i i would compare my 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 gifts to like the people around me or the other children mm -hmm. around me and be like oh i didn't get what i wanted and they would be excited <laughs> but then when i started to realized that this was actually something that my mama was trying to do and some people didn't some kids didn't get anything for christmas and mm. um that it, it actually meant a lot the fact that she actually did something for christmas and and tried to do something mm. and as i got older i was like you know what christmas isn't really about like 
going above and beyond if you can if you have the means to do it yeah of course you know buy your loved one and and the people you love the the finer things but it it really is about the thought that counts like it doesn't have to be something lavish it could be something meaningful or something that they can always keep that reminds them of you like and uh once i realized that i was like you know what i appreciate it a little bit better because when i was younger i was like you know what this I didn't get what I wanted. I kind of I used to resent my mom because I was like, man, she didn't give me what I wanted. I, I feel some type of way, but that definitely changed as I got older. But now that I'm an adult, I don't even. I really don't care. I really, but I try to like get like participate in certain things. Like if I see somebody got me something, I'm like you know what, I'll I'll do that. Like um, Z's family, like they were really nice. I went over for Christmas. Well, wait a minute. Not that Christmas dinner. <laughs> oh, they were really nice. But, uh, wait, wait, wait. But as far as like his his father and his stepmom and his mom and his sister, like they got me gifts and I wasn't even expecting it. I was like, oh, it wasn't like the lavish or anything, but it was still the fact that they My even, mom got her a blanket that she still used. The fact that they even used. thought of me was, was dope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is sweet. Yeah, yeah I guess... Did. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I was about to say, I guess I don't really care. I just made a disconnect so much because of the capitalism side of it. It's just like... I don't know. I don't want to be like... Oh no, hated shit like I'm poor. <laughs> it's, not, it's not like I'm like a Scrooge, but <laughs> but I, it's shit. I find no fault. <laughs> There's a reason why we poor, <laughs> right? But I'm just like it's just like the colonialism is shining through yes. Christmas. You Fact. know what I mean? So Fact. right, yeah. baby. But I. Like, okay, once I do have like a family, I'm pretty sure that I will start those traditions that my mm-hmm. mom does because she 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 does like the whole the whole Thanksgiving and the the Christmas and like she's the type of person that sets up her Christmas tree before Thanksgiving and leaves it up after Christmas. And I'm like, girl, it's time to take this Christmas tree down, girl. Yeah. Say Nick is not coming. <laughs> <laughs> My mother He's used stupid. to get, get it. My mother used to put it up after Thanksgiving and take it down <laughs> after New Year's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was her rule. I mm-hmm. think it's just about. I think what you what you kind of describing is liking the together time, yeah. like mm-hmm. the 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 gathering. The and I do, and I think that's why my chosen family we choose to do that every. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying every mm-hmm. year because you know first of all most of my chosen family is in Houston and we're not from Houston, mm-hmm. so I re- surprisingly I recently just start getting Houston friends. Mm-hmm. And because all of my friends followed me down here, like when they Ooh. found out I was down here, not found out, but when I moved down here and I was making a home for myself, they all moved down. Mm. And it so was like, oh, you seem like you having a love. Right. Um, <laughs> De- Deja Ty moved in with me, uh. moved in with me and then got her own place. And we once Vanessa came down and my gay mom came down. Everybody now lives in Houston. Mm-hmm. They seem and like so, they, they like it because they stayed. Yeah, they like it. <laughs> yeah, they love it too. But yeah. we were coming from Indiana to a bigger city, so it was better. 
Oh. In, in regards to opportunity mm-hmm. um so and we did that before like we it was just a tradition that we have that we have done like we've been doing this since 2002 mm-hmm. like uh, because this is when we all was in our own specific homes we weren't living with somebody and you know we so we would come together and cook and i was the cook so i would always cook and bring you know they they have music and we party and having fun and invite people so we just continue the tradition once we got down here Mm -hmm. and so i think it's the togetherness that is um and because we all know each other's tea in regards to being broke bitch (laughs) uh, let's enjoy uh, it let's just enjoy togetherness fuck these gifts and so we never got into the capitalism stuff because Mm. we knew shit we struggling we hoes at the time we always hoes <laughs> you get what i'm saying so honey this is struggling and we're trying to use our coins to get surgery and so spending a million dollars on some fucking gifts that this is not practical practical for um prostituting poor trans women <laughs> exactly. like, all i want for christmas is for my bills to be paid right like, that would be a nice surprise to be like merry christmas bitch yeah. you don't gotta worry about the month of january february yeah. and march you're in free then all my checks get to me yes right, bitch? that is nice I th- for me i think it was and and because we chose to focus on birthdays when birthdays come around that's when we can you know, do a little something special for you because it's your birthday. Mm-hmm. It ain't just some. And then, you know, because mm-hmm. it's a Christian based religion, there's some trauma around religion and Christianity when it comes to trans people. Yeah. So we can't just you some church you can just pop up in. But it's still that whole weird. It's still a weird vibe that is not mm-hmm. don't feel family like it doesn't feel loving. It doesn't feel welcoming. It doesn't feel like mm-hmm. I need to be here. And so, you know. It just Christmas doesn't feel like it was for me. Shit, not even that church with your own family. Yeah, even in that. Yeah. So yeah, that's why I chose a family. We just decided mm-hmm. we just do we just do what we do and we have fun. That's what's mm-hmm. up. I've been um, through all that. Like I've I've been to church for like the Christmas plays and all that, and it's it's nice, you know, <laughs> carols and yeah, you- stuff. It's all about getting. <laughs> I feel like the offering plate goes around too much. I feel <laughs> like they. It's all planned on how to get more coins out of people. Mm-hmm. It's all. I don't. I don't this lady that works for a church was telling me how she would make basically like a commission. What? And how she was making it was like a, I don't know it was weird. She was making a side hustle at church. She was making it's like a, a commission at church. And getting people to come there oh. and stuff like that. She was making the coin. She was like, well, shit, I'm just working here because, you know, it was God season let me go from that job. So I'm just waiting, you know what I'm saying, for another job to come on through. <laughs> you know, I'm just working with this one right now. But no. I missed that money. Right. No. I was like, I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I, mean, I, I was like, get your coins. That, but like, I was like, get your coins. Out. Yeah, I would be too. I. <laughs> I, that's just kind of how the, tea, the cookie crumbles, baby. That's what Christmas That's the realities of it. People don't ever want to talk about that shit, but that's the realities of it. Yeah, it's a business. That's like right. when they make their most money. That's exactly. like Easter. So they know folks, motherfuckers, going to come to church on Easter. So, hey, let's make sure we have a specific time that we run this plate around and da 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 da. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's just too orchestrated. It's too. Um, it's too commercial, so I don't fuck with it like that. It's and then they don't fucking accept us anyway, so yeah. fuck them. I, I don't really think of it like that. <laughs> but just keeping it real. Um, 
But, you know, I think that. And then, yeah, just being around your family can be real. If you have yeah. a late family, it can be traumatizing. And if you don't have nobody else to go to, yeah, that's why chosen family is important. So be with them. Yeah. Recently, a guy in Colombia was sentenced to 20 years in psychiatric facility for aggravated feminicide. The killing of a woman because of her gender and for a weapons charge. And the woman he murdered was a transgender woman. What was her name? Her name was Aniela Ramos Cleros. And this is in Colombia? Yes. And she it was this was actually last year when she got killed. And they just now are charging him. And she actually was doing no, she worked at a hair salon, and he was one of the clients, and it's always people you know, and um, he had killed her, and they basically said that he has schizophrenia or some shit like that, but I thought it was interesting because they said in court they actually used her dad name and everything, so that tells me maybe her identification wasn't changed or something like that, even though people do that regardless, but that told me that but it was interesting they charged her they charged him with that specific charge with her being a trans woman and it was something interesting to me because it's like they charged it with her gender with him killing her because of her gender but we know why it was like we know why it was a it was a transgender it was because she was transgender but they still charged it you know as any other woman so i was like that's interesting because i've never it's pretty progressive because columbia has really bad history of murders of trans women anyway it was like 32 that got killed last year it was a lot columbia so i thought that was progressive yeah south america is the the leading death of trans women especially yeah. particularly brazil yeah but south america has the lead in the world they're the global leaders of killing of trans women mm-hmm. um i i found it interesting that they called it that because femicide is usually in certain countries that kill off the girl child because of economic reasons, mm-hmm. like because usually like they give away dowries because there's some countries that when a girl is married off to a man, mm-hmm. the family has to give a dowry to um, to the daughter. Mm-hmm. And so daughters can be expensive. And so when they found out when they find out the culture, when they find out that it's a girl child, they'll have it aborted. Um, the, you know what I'm saying? There's a there's a femicide that's happened. That's when I hear about femicide, that's what I imagine. So it's interesting mm-hmm. that they have a law that's kind of like about femicide that is almost like a hate crime law. Mm-hmm. That's and I think that's kind of interesting, especially yeah. not interesting, great. Um, especially that they would consider if they're using her dead name, but then consider her a woman enough to charge him with a femicide in Brazil, in, in Colombia. Oh, Colombia. Um, in, in, I think that's kind of interesting that they would do that. Cause I didn't even think of it, of it like that. So that's kind of good to me. Yeah. Cause I think so too, but cause I mean, did wait, I'm sorry. Didn't you say he was only charged with, um, psychiatric treatment? 
Um, yeah, he he received a diagnosis of schizophrenia. So he didn't go to jail. Mm-mm. He went to a mental hospital for twenty years. Oh, they so he, they sent him to a mental facility ho- facility for twenty mm. years. Like he can't leave. Right. Oh, okay. I'm here for that. <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of weird. They killed it's her. Almost, I mean, they killed. They he killed her. I know. Not that he went for twenty years. That he went to a mental facility and out of prison. I think that's kind of weird. Like it, almost like he played the insanity card. Exactly. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Instead of saying you just a fucking murderous asshole. Well, they trying something new other than I ain't no Drew Trenchy because she actually owned the salon. So it's like. You come in here as a client, and she owns the salon. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he, I don't know. But anyways, it was. Have, they probably had a relationship or something. Yeah. You know? So it was just like. Um, I mean, I also read. Um, for, it was the first time in Colombia that actually had that murder charge was applied to a trans woman. It was like the second time it was applied to any woman in Colombia. Mm-hmm. Cause sometimes they just push it on the yeah. books just to, mm-hmm. just as the, um, you know, the illusion that we're, we're going to protect you, <laughs> but mm-hmm. that, right, and, and they never use it. They never use it. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's good that they not only have used it for, you know, a woman in the past, but also used it for her, a trans mm-hmm. woman. So that's really, really good. Especially- I'm just glad he's doing time in general. Like, whether it be the loony bin or 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 prison. Yeah. Like. Yeah. But because if <laughs> when we look at the um, statistics in our particular country, yeah. when they actually do find the killers, they rarely do a lot of time. Yeah, like, like maybe like maybe two years, five you know. years. Yeah, you get some people, you know, that, that'll get r- some random uh, get a lot of time, but they rarely get off. I mean, they're really not. They sometimes they get off or they get really, really light sentences mm-hmm. when they kill us. So it's kind of crazy to, um, you know, to even think about that. To even. Uh, I'm just glad that they got something to protect the girls and they're implementing it in that country because I wish we had Mm -hmm. it here in Texas. I wish we had it in a federal law that protects us, which is what the Supreme Court, we should be getting some kind of um, answer. Mm -hmm. They have between January and June to get some kind of answer. That's a long fucking time. It should really just be 30 days if it's going to be a lengthy time. (laughs) Especially (laughs) because... that's how it's worked all the time. They're killing... Y'all had what it was two it's girls that died rape. recently yeah. in de- in so, December. So yeah. um Jahara Nesby and Nikki Kunhausen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one was a white girl. That's 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 rare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one was a white girl. Yeah. She was killed in Washington and one She's seventeen. And she's seventeen. She was a baby. Yeah, mm-hmm. seventeen, bitch. Yeah. 17 i wasn't even out of high school i was about Flashback. to graduate 17, 17. you getting you? murdered by a nigga at 17 damn oh i hadn't even lost my virginity yet i had I lost me my either at 16 me either at least uh, ooh. I, lose I got some dick before <laughs> <I die>. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. no, <laughs> no. Um. Yeah. yeah. Just but think about just think about everybody who did amazing things after seventeen. If they would have died at seventeen, 
Like yeah. you don't you didn't even get to live life yet. That's crazy. It seemed like it's getting younger and younger because it was a black girl that was like what eighteen, nineteen, seventeen. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Yes, I think she was like seventeen as well. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and then there was a girl. They get younger and younger. There was a girl found dead that she had been missing, but she was found dead. But I don't think it was a murder. I they think it was maybe like some drug OD. A trans woman. She had been missing, but they found her in um, Maryland, Hyattsville, Maryland. I think that's how you say it. Hyattsville, Maryland. She had been missing, and then they found her, um, found her body, and they don't see any trauma or any, um, you know, struggle, mm-hmm. any kind of struggling. And so, um, you know, they think it was some kind of overdose. And you know, just statistically, when it comes to queer folks and queer women, queer men, trans folks all that kind of stuff, we have really high rates of drug abuse Mm -hmm. because, you know, we're trying to self-medicate because we're Mm -hmm. dealing with the trauma of navigating through life. And so, you know, when it comes to the opioid crisis and the drugs. That's why mental health is so important. Yeah, it's really, 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 really important. So, Mia, can you give me um, something that you do three things that you do to de-stress after the holidays well one okay so one of the things that i do um to de-stress is like to kind of like ground myself and like i try to think like i try not to upset myself about like what i wasn't able to do and kind of like use that time to kind of reflect and like if I, if I had like a goal to like get certain people gifts or like a goal to meet a certain thing by by 2000 by the new years if I didn't meet it I try to like to um ground myself and be like okay so why didn't you make it uh, why didn't you meet it and like try to um like make a different type of way to reach that goal if that makes sense because obviously it did a new work. plan a yeah, new strategy a new, a new a new strategy um and then i also i kind of i do what i do all the time um with when i just have like when i'm kind of like upset or um i just need to feel refreshed i kind of i jog like i go i I go to the bayou here in Houston. It's called Hershey's Park. Um, Dami, you the one to show me um, Hershey Park. I love it every time. Yeah, don't tell so, people where we be going. <laughs> I'm trying to I have mean, them we, follow it's me. It's every blue moon. and it, it be, It's always packed anyways. But anyways, I, I'll, I'll go running. <laughs> That's like my favorite thing to do because it just, it just like I said, I like nature. And it actually is one of the key import, uh, import key components that helps with depression mm-hmm. is just like getting out and you know being around nature um another thing that i do is um we can do that because we're in the south yes um where it's warm i'll try to um just connect more with my friends and mm. that helps a lot too because mm. sometimes i think you can well for me i get lost in my mind I'll I'll overthink. Um, I, that's like a really bad habit of mine. So I'll overthink and just uh, being connected with the people that I love and sharing those uh, sharing experiences and reminding me who I am versus um uh constantly trying to figure out why I'm not where I want to be. 
Right. And it's it's really grounding. What about you, Z? Smoke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, play games and watch movies and bust nuts. I'm here I'm for that. That's real. That's that's self care. That's self care, man. That's self care. So definitely, that is busting nuts is definitely part of my self care. <laughs> um, that's definitely you know when I need a stress relief, have somebody come over and do what they need. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, get you I, a I piece. Love, get you a piece, baby. <laughs> I do that, and um, I take like I said, I do take spiritual baths. Um. Um, a little juju podcast really delves into, um, you know, spiritual baths on the podcast. We'll put a link in the bottom. Um, a little juju podcast. They, she's great in regards to that. If you're into that kind of, you know, spiritual hoodoo witchy kind of stuff, mm-hmm. <laughs> black, that's black based. Yeah. Um, but you know, I've been doing spiritual baths for about 10 years now mm-hmm. and you know, I'll go to like a Kroger or go to like a farmer's market. I'll go to places that sell fresh flowers mm-hmm. and, you know, mm-hmm. get flowers that really resonate with me and put them in and get like maybe three gallons of milk. And mm-hmm. put it in my bath water with the flowers and some candles lit and really just really ground myself and, um, you know, use it to cleanse myself spiritually and different herbs and stuff that you put in the water. And, you know, it's just really relaxing. It feels good. It's spiritual. It's a moment that I kind of, you know, just do what I need to do in regards to my spirit, in regards to my body, in regards to you know, just making me feel great. Then um, I also, I love food. So I definitely go to my favorite places (laughs) to eat. If I'm feeling kind of down and I want to feel good. And, you know, I, you know, of course I'm not doing this all the time, but you know, when, you know, when it's one of those times that I really need to de-stress, I make sure that I go to my favorite place, get my favorite vittles and eat down. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes. And, you know, being able to talk about stuff. So my creative side, like podcasting and YouTube videos and all of that stuff for me is a release. Like, so instead of me being stuck in my mind with ideas, Mm -hmm. I'll do a video about something. I'll come on here and talk about it with y'all and you know these these are self care tools that I that I've just incorporated into my activism, mm-hmm. and so that's what I do as well. I love y'all coming every week, and we be able to talk about shit that's going on, and that releases mm-hmm. it out of us, mm-hmm. out of it me, does. and I can you know it's not just I'm sitting dwelling on it. I can really put something out there, so I use this as a um, self care tool as well. So make mm-hmm. sure that you have. Um, Make sure that you're coming up with a self-care regimen for yourself weekly, daily, like especially when you're about to go to sleep. Start a routine. It doesn't need to be elaborate, but start a routine like when you're washing your face and putting on your moisturizers, your night creams or, you know, start a routine for yourself that can really de-stress yourself. Putting some... um you know, some kind of salve on your feet when you about to go to bed or some rub them a little bit <laughs> extra. Whatever you know it is for word? yourself. Yeah. And remember. Vaseline and socks. Yeah, I got that from. Oh, yeah. yeah you, okay, so what you do is <laughs> you got to. Yeah. 
You gotta put. I'm sorry. You know, I've never feet. heard you know, of that before. It's the winter time, so you know, <laughs> if you like to wear sandals, you know, and show off your pedicure, you gotta make yeah. sure they're cut. Mia, now, one time Mia. you can lick your finger and Mia, your, Mia, your name uh, Mia. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. So what we got? Like, <laughs> so what we? It got sounds like it's some tea. <laughs> so what we got going to do? Mia. Marsha's play Mia. is talking me out about me not wearing <laughs> you about to tell your tell on yourself listen hey. I'm trying to give good tips just, I just, just it sounds like it's some tea let me say this let me say this no 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 let me say this hold on let me make sure I'm on the mic let me say this okay so I'm gonna just say something okay okay just cause you like skin oh lord don't mean you don't put on lotion <laughs> Put on some motherfucking lotion. Get some okay, ass. that's all I have to say. I, I, I didn't say that. I'm a little this. powdery. <laughs> yeah, here and there. <laughs> Baby, if y'all had seen that full photo of that picture in Waco, <laughs> like I had. <laughs> yeah, but dabba do there, darling. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it just—it was one of those days where I wouldn't, you know. I, I didn't. I, just, I didn't say it. You I did. I was in a rush. Right. I got out the shower. You know, you. Everybody has days like those, and I kind of felt like. So my about the Vaseline. <laughs> so about the Vaseline inside. Okay, so, so a good remedy if you got some. <laughs> if you wear sandals a lot, and you know it's the winter time, so you can put Vaseline in Vaseline on your feet, and then put socks on, wear them at night, and then when you take them off in the morning, you're feet are really, really soft i got that uh, that was a tip from my um the place where i get my pedicures and, and stuff from you like it, BB? you can definitely <laughs> you can i was asking nerves. for tips <laughs> I, I think <laughs> i i don't use vaseline um i use something um called bag bomb but i do exactly what it's you in do a, it's in a bluetooth no it looks like this oh okay it, it it has some sulfur in it mm-hmm. and sulfur it smells like my great grandmother i don't i don't know why i like it <laughs> but because it's just at night <laughs> i don't care about that smell because it smells like gritty or, ogre <laughs> or something but it's something that farmers use mm. and it's something that my great grandparents used mm-hmm. and so like because they were farmers and they worked the, the work the land honey they needed something extra strong mm-hmm. for their feet and their hands and stuff mm-hmm. and so bag bomb was created before the farmers oh. and so um for some reason it works really really well it's in like a green tin and i do exactly what you said do i take it and i um and put it on my feet when I get out the shower and then put some socks on and go sleep. And the next morning it's like, ooh, baby soft feet. And plus oh, I, I walk not. around it's I walk around sick. barefooted and so uh. my feet still get rusty and hard <laughs> real quick. But I also do pedicures and stuff like that. So gotcha. yeah. So um, make sure you're coming up with a regimen to do what you need to moisturize your feet, even if you like skin. <laughs> right. <laughs> Please. Because <laughs> we do get at you. And, and so, yes, take care of yourself. Amen. Care for the self care, <laughs> darling. Baby. All right, so this is actually the last show of the year and the last show of the decade. 
Yes, it is. Oh, my God. So I kind of wanted to take some time to really reflect on this whole decade. We're not just talking about the year. The whole decade. So um, we're about to go out of the teen teens. So think about from 2010 to to now. 2020 what were you the highlights of this decade for you so how old were you when in 2010 give me just a second because i was just <laughs> going to <laughs> my head what about Damn, you Z? How, how old were you wait, in 2010 it's 2019 uh, that's so no it's about to be 2020 so i was three what i mean hell no you're <laughs> no, doing stop. your math oh, wait I was 13. You was 13. 13. I was going to say, nigga, that Nigga. I'm sorry. My math was off. Wow. You were 13. Yeah. How old were you? Okay, wait. Give me a second. So I was 29. It's just 10 years ago, bro. Oh, it was just, bro. I don't know why I was making this more complicated. Right. Because I was subtract. Okay, so the way I was doing it was subtracting the year I was born from the year in math. <laughs> Listen, it's okay. I did the same thing. I did the same thing. That's why I said three, like a dummy. Ten years ago, I wait. There's no way you were thirteen. Yeah. God, ten years ago, I was definitely twenty. Yeah, you were. Because how are you now? I'm. I just turned (laughs) twenty. Man, they could do math. Oh yeah. Wait a minute, y'all can't. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely (laughs) thirty. <laughs> yes, I'm like, bitch, I know you just celebrate your 30th. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, you were like 20. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. were like 20. I was 29. Mm. Yes, I was 29. Yes, 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 yes. Wow. God, we, uh, yeah. <laughs> definitely couldn't have talked to you when 10 years ago. Yeah, of course not. Um, <laughs> I was, I for me, uh, it just, to me it just got me on my my self care journey. I really I had started it around twenty six, but twenty nine is really when I started to really shed people who were not good in my life. Um, mm. really shed people. I said I wasn't going into my thirties trying to please people. Mm-hmm. I said I wasn't going into my thirties trying to with trying to make folks happy makes people get people to make me happy in regards to i was 29 so going into my 30s i made a really really conscious decision to start creating my life how i wanted to be um it was also when i had started um when kind of my youtube thing was popping off Mm -hmm. and i was living off of youtube um it was when I was starting to tell my story and started to do um, a little bit more in-depth activism. Mm-hmm. It was um, it was around this. This is when right before the transgender renaissance started to hit because this was a decade for trans folks. Yeah. In regards to positive representation, True. True. this was an amazing decade for trans folk from like the YouTube era of us really connecting with people mm-hmm. and really seeing the trans story in regards to that. But also like the TV, like in two, wasn't it 2014 when um, um, Laverne was on? Time uh, magazine. Uh, on or, Time magazine. Oh, well, wait, she started, um, well, if I'm not mistaken, I thought it was the... Um, 
apprentice show with Diddy. That was in 2004. Okay. Um, and there was little sparks. Like in, you know, the early 2000s, mm-hmm. there was a little spark, but it was really like this big m- movement the, in this decade mm-hmm. when we talk about, um, 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 what's her, Candace Kane on um, Dirty Sexy Money, mm-hmm. when we talk about, um, you know, even like Jenny Mock, um, all of these, th- these people that we hear about, this movement that happened started this decade like it it started this decade for so this has been a not a there have been some it's a double-edged sword there's been some you know a lot of murders but the awareness and visibility has really shifted in a more positive um rooted in humanity light to the point where we don't even have to do a lot of the work sometimes with correcting people a lot of cis people yeah it's a lot of cis allies nowadays and i I even started my transition in 2015 yeah so it's it's something that um i definitely see even in conversation with people when i hear conversations like like if i'm out in in public and i hear people talking about trans stuff the tone the um it's not as jovial it's not mm-hmm. as you know. It's really people taking this, the conversation seriously. Yeah, even if they're really trash, aggressive. it's still being taken. The conversation is being had yeah. in a more serious way and not a joke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even if even if they're trash, yeah, it's exactly. still um, and it's and usually I hear somebody in the conversation saying, uh, "You're trash." Like yeah. you, you get what I'm saying. I hear a rebuttal instead mm-hmm. of it just being trash, 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 right. trash. Um, so I do see a definite, significant, positive positive arch arching um narrative about the trans experience within this decade so mm-hmm. that is beautiful I yeah think, i think i think it's really, it's really beautiful mm-hmm. um i was in atlanta uh, in the beginning oh in 2000 and, well 10 10 years ago i was uh-huh. in atlanta when i was because i turned 21 in in atlanta so yes i was learning how to become a an adult a full woman. top <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, just Atlanta kidding. definitely turned me out. Atlanta will definitely teach you that. That's what happened. Yeah. But I'm not a fool. Nah, you're not. I'm just joking. Joke yeah, I'm not. I, I'm sorry. I had to throw it <laughs> in there. Okay, I verse. I verse top. There we go. But okay. 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 A verse. A verse. A verse. Person. Anyway, so <laughs> Atlanta showed me just just how to adult. But, but we talked about the whole decade, not just 2010, girl. <laughs> oh, yeah. What, what, ha- what happened in a decade there. for you? Okay, so 2010, okay, so I left from Atlanta, came back to Texas, and I was like, you know what? I, the reason why I left is because I was like, I, I feel like I'm just taking everything as a joke because I went to Atlanta and <laughs> had a time of my life, made a fake idea and everything. <laughs> All right. Yeah, because they, like most of the clubs that I wanted to, <laughs> to go into, you had to be like 21 and older, and I couldn't go in them. So I was like, shit, I'm going to go get an ID made. That's the fuck I did. And I had a blast. I, I used my Atlanta. sister ID once, and at the time, I was a stud. And she was oh, older so than me. I don't do that anymore, by it, the way. That was like 
somebody else's idea. I just want to clear my name. Go ahead. That way, hold up, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I've been using fake IDs since I was fucking 14 years old. Yeah. <laughs> I used my sister ID and he was just like, okay. I was like, what the fuck? And I had dreads and clearly she was darkening me. Clearly her hair was darker. Clearly <laughs> she didn't have dreads. You How you use ID to complain about them not clocking Clearly she wasn't. Why is that the bad thing that you... Uh, clearly she wasn't a stud. I just thought it was interesting. <laughs> Honey. They I ain't complaining, but it was just like, it's, what? It's one of those privileges of being cis. You uh-huh. know. So, did I remember... <laughs> I remember when... This also... This also was a time where blackness... There was a movement that happened. Mm-hmm. You know, Black Lives Matter was a movement. You know that oh, it was yeah. it's a, it was an uptick when it comes to blackness. It was an uptick that happened during this time that kind of um it, it it did kind of what like the '90s did in regards to like the Rodney King era and the OG OJ era. It kind of brought the community together a little bit. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Black Panther definitely did. That. You know, it's interesting. Yeah. I would at that time when that movement really happened, I was like a hermit. Mm-hmm. Like I was like disconnected from the world for like three years. So I didn't even really get to experience that. And I thought that was interesting. I guess that's where a lot of my disconnect from the movement came from. I didn't really have a lot of knowledge around it. So I was just like Oh, like when I really dug into it. And well, not I that thought you were going that's... through your transition at that yeah. time. Yeah. And it's not even like I w- I'm like, oh, I'm not aware of what's going on. But it was just like I wasn't aware of the movement itself. Like the fact that it was queer women that was that yeah. I was a part of starting it. Stuff like that. And I was like, wow, this is crazy. Yeah, I remember, mm-hmm. um, you know, because this is also the decade of my um, intentional activism. I just mm-hmm. I could I could just feel the conversations were shifting within spaces of activism. It was shifting to a more um inclusive narrative mm-hmm. where um which is kind of crazy because you would think that it would already be it there. It would already in part of and of course it doesn't it doesn't take away from um and you know people who have done work in the past in in regards to being inclusive but it seemed um, like it was specifically for yeah it's specifically no 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 just queer folks period okay because mm. i did feel a disconnect from the woke black people cis black people mm. and mm. the woke queer people like i would have to go in two separate spaces gotcha instead of it being together and i saw more of the togetherness where it's woke black cis black people mm-hmm. and woke um queer folks all in one space i first She's experienced beautiful. that yeah. with queen and jay i first when i very when i first experienced that feeling is with them at like the, a pot of my yeah oh, yeah well, that's beautiful no shame yeah. me too um even though i've been a, i've been around a little bit longer but, you know mm-hmm. i i I I felt that there as well, and it was, it was really. Wait, nice wait, wait, did you go? Yeah, Austin. Yeah, or I'm talking about Pot oh, and Live. Pot and Live is a total different in New York. Oh, yeah. yeah. Damn, you know, I was thinking about the podcast. Um, 
thing Austin. in Austin. Yeah. yeah. I'm going this year. You, it did give that vibe at I mean, the little dinner, year. at the dinner thing. Yeah. yeah that's but that's, I, no, Pine Live is totally different. Oh, it's on a yeah. higher scale. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, how it's, so? You gotta go. You gotta go. It's only so much we can tell you. Yeah, there's the badges right there. You can't miss your We got your them sitting right there waiting <laughs> for us to go back next year and do our thing. So, yes, we're, 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 you're going. Uh, there are the badges. <laughs> you're, you're not gonna not go. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm gonna be there. I, I promise. Right, I'm gonna for my flight and oh, everything. Okay. I'm gonna be calling y'all headed to the airport. <laughs> y'all headed? That was right. on it. No, yeah, honey. no shade. She'll make sure you're there on time. Honey. So, you're definitely gonna go. But like place. that, like that is <laughs> yes. a perfect example because, yeah. um, you know, it wasn't until recent times, uh, mine started a little bit before that, right. that um, cis women really have been actively coming and saying, hey, y'all, what's up? Invisible. And, and like actively bringing me into the fold and bringing me into um, conversations where previous times it wasn't active. I just would either because I want to be in the midst of woke people, I would right. come not right. you know and i would just be there but um this decade has definitely been a time when since women really said hey we need you mm-hmm. here and hey we want to want you to be a part of this and being inclusive right so definitely that i have seen a shift in men yeah yes. me too slightly ever even even in myself (laughs) even in myself i had a lot of internalized misogyny yes and transphobia and Uh anti-blackness that i'm still trying to undo yeah Yeah. i'm really still it's a process everybody has it i feel like everybody has at one point too Mm -hmm. yeah because i remember like having episodes where yeah i'm not gonna explain it but yeah we all have our internalized things that we i feel like we deal with and you don't realize that you deal with it until you to somebody you you hear something or see something and you drag they drag you yeah (laughs) you're like wait a minute i'm trash because uh, (laughs) mine came from a lot of the because of the disconnects i've made with society and from everybody i'm like fuck yeah y'all won't accept me like i just had like this big old grudge when because it was around the time i transitioned like it was only almost five years ago but you didn't go through so, discrimination though i didn't that, that, that's that because make your experience less than what it is i'm definitely not trying to say i didn't there. because i was one of them trans men that was like i'm gonna be stealth i'm gonna go into my privilege i'm just i'm gonna get my money i'm just not be around nobody i'm fuck all y'all boom, boom, boom. right until like i really met you and then you introduced me to diamond and then like that started to make me feel more comfortable to accept who i am basically (laughs) (laughs) except who i am so like that's what i'm becoming more social i'm becoming more aware what's going on and proud of me being trans so I'm glad to be experiencing this at like a young age. I'm glad that we were able to help you with that. Yeah. Appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you for being affirmation of our work. <laughs> um, I, I I don't know. It just it's it's it definitely has changed in regards to men how I don't feel like I've been objectified like like very, very um 
uh, like really really astutely like uh, acutely i guess it would be a word um i it, i had had a situation where I, it was just like i'm not getting a lot of the objectification that i used to get back in the day and it might mm. be because no because i stopped escorting in oh nine so my escort days was done in regards to actively um escorting so it might be because of that because i'm not in those situations and those where i'm making money through being objectified Mm -hmm. but i'm talking about even in my um you know like online dating side social you know i'm feeling a little a shift in how men approach how men talk to me i don't know mm-hmm. it's just different um i i'm the dialogue well, is different. the dialogue is different it's a little bit more classy <laughs> a little wow. bit more respectful it's a little bit better um in regards to what i see them talking about online what i see mm-hmm. it, I, i've seen men do videos about transness Straight men do videos about trans. I've seen it too. I haven't seen. I, I didn't see oh, that before yeah, that where they literally are discussing. Or having like a deep conversation. Deep about conversation, it. Yeah. not just you know, not just oh, it's uh, a Yeah, not just jovial, not just joning yeah. and roasting and talking about. Oh, I seen this tranny and da, 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 look just like a nigga. Blah blah blah. Where do we go? Whatever. <laughs> I, it, it, I really think that's because they see so many attractive trans women. That's what I felt like. Mm. But it's been. I think it's. I think it's very. You know, as come on now, because it depends on what you what you uh, view attractive is. Exactly, but well, let me not say attractive women that are that are passing in the cis heteronormative field so they like oh, could you oh i remember one time i got tricked by one one of them shit they got me i was on i was on this tight and then i was like oh damn like i even heard that from a guy getting my hair cut by so it's like that's when a lot of the conversations are revolved around it's because they are sexual because we are sexual you know people it, that's mostly where it, it seemed like it come around, or else it would just be like, "Oh, that's a dude. Yeah, ain't fooling me. That's a dude." Mm-hmm. I feel like because there's so many. I dudes. can see that that being a level of truth yeah. to that a little bit, but I yeah. think it's because of the conversations that we are having, trans women, cis women, where we are taking it seriously and having convers- legit oh, conversations about it yeah. on a public platform multiple times. I can see, and that. it. Eh, and we bring them into discussion, the discussion in regards to, to sh- sharing our ex- our shared experience in, in dealing with men. Mm-hmm. And I think having that conversation publicly allows them a way to get in taking the conversation seriously mm. instead of it being Jerry Springer style. And then being DL. And and not about DL. Like literally <laughs> talking still about definitely that. <laughs> yeah, they still that. Um, yeah. but having the conversation seriously without without because it's been a serious cultural conversation, 
it opens up the door for them to talk about it without them being judged about it. Mm. Without like, why y'all even talk about training shit? Like pre, like say prior uh, to 2010, straight niggas talking about it with other niggas would be like, why y'all even talking about this? Like, uh, why y'all? Why is this a serious subject? I can say that. Yeah. But in this decade, because it has been on such a national level, trans rights have been on such a national level, mm-hmm. and cis women and trans women have really um, taken the reins and retalk in talking about. Um, talking about trans issues and like in the connection between us in regards to how our lives, how you know how we are, we are affected by intimate partner homicide, intimate partner violence. You know, mm-hmm. all of us together and talking about it, our shared experiences. It gives them a door to be able to talk about it on a serious level, even if they trash. Just talking about it on a serious level, even if you because mm-hmm. most of the videos there's always some dude or a couple of dudes yes. in the in the in the video that got trash analysis about the situation Mm -hmm. but it's being the conversation is being taken seriously Mm -hmm. and it could lead to discussions that could change their mind and i have seen um you know it's like even on like the grapevine like Mm -hmm. niggas adding their two cents like this is what i think this is what i feel and blah, blah 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 and i think that opens up the door for a serious conversation and i think that is the that's the arc of cis men that they're taking the conversation seriously i'm we it's not just about a joke uh, or it's i'm let's talk about this which is what do i think about yeah 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 and really getting exposed to you know the science of it because some people are not exposed to the science of it because they don't care about this shit and so really and but when you have to any intellectual person when you have to take it seriously and really look at things it could be a part of the cultural shift mm-hmm. and i've seen a cultural shift in cis men in regards to trans folks ever like you said ever so slightly mm-hmm. um you know so i think that that is one of the good things about the decade um so yes what do y'all hope for the future well, first. Um, <laughs> I, I definitely, as far as like, um, like activism and trans people and specifically black trans women, I hope that there is, um, less deaths. That's, that's exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> I hope there's like a turnaround, like where, um, we're protected more. I think the um, the reason why there are so many deaths are because they they feel like oh, bitch would get away with it. Like, or if we do do it, there's not going to be much that's going to be done about it. Like, you're like, what's the worst you can get? Like, I feel like they're going about it in that way. I feel like once a certain once you have a certain protection, then I think that helps a lot. Um. But that that's just a reach. What else would I um like for the the new decade? Definitely just more opportunities. Um what about for you? What do you want? Like what Yeah, just, yourself. Yourself. <coughs> what do you want? So definitely more opportunities. Um <laughs> just just accomplishing um old goals that mm-hmm. I've set for myself and um just I just want growth, period. Like right. that's what I want to see. I feel like I've been in a cocoon for a long time. So mm, I like gotcha. I wanna I just want growth. Okay. What about you, Z? 
Shit, I want some more money. Shit. Financial growth. <laughs> <laughs> Financial abundance. Um, <laughs> some more fucking black movies that I can enjoy that's not a lot of trauma. Some black horror <laughs> movies will be bomb exactly. for the next decade. Exactly. Some, 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 some really, black horror? <clears throat> some like horror? really scary ass like like scary like sleep with the lights on for like a week <laughs> okay yes. yes definitely that some um, more cultural growth <clears throat> yeah, <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> um get some get a top surgery bro get top surgery that'd be awesome um what else yeah, that's really all I could think about uh, maybe maybe a child Maybe it's a big maybe. It's a lot of work, <laughs> and I don't want to be old. So, well, this is definitely a did you know? Is I mean, really? we're talking about the decade. Is it really? Oh, he'll be thirty-three at the end of this decade. At the end of this decade, he'll be thirty-three. So that's around the time. For that, <laughs> that's a like a long time, like. <laughs> <laughs> like 33 how old will Mia be 40 you'll be yeah. 40 in 10 years yeah mm-hmm. so so it's about that time <laughs> I, mean, I would definitely think that something comes before a baby <sighs> so extra <laughs> so anyways so right. our relationship are we talking about marriage our, our relationship I, I, I was that's that's what I thought comes before. Well, you the one that didn't name me at any of y'all go. But hold on, I'm not supposed to name any of y'all go. If you want to be all like a that. I was trying to shut up my shenane. Yeah. Y'all got 10 years to figure it out. I got 10 years to figure it out. Definitely 10. You ain't name me none of your stuff. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, oh, that would be so for us to have. Oh, for us to have a picture of y'all baby on our Instagram. Oh, that would be so. I think cute. that would be so cute and uh, transparent. We have to have, make the. I'm good. The, the caption dark. is going to be. I told y'all so. I told y'all. I told y'all this. Was I told coming. y'all this was coming. <laughs> I told you Mia doesn't shoot blanks. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. I told you Mia was a verse top. <laughs> you know that I told y'all. Jinx, so, um, jinx, jinx all of this. So all of that. Um, for I'm not me, knocking on wood. That's what I'm about to do. Um, That's so I awesome. think for me, I want to um, definitely be stay just as stable if I, as I was this decade because I was rather stable. Mm-hmm. More, This was the most stable decade of my life. I have been, this apartment that y'all are in, mm-hmm. I've been in this apartment for eight, eight years. Mm-hmm. Um, since 2011. Um, and I, and the, the years before that in 2000, like 10 to 11, I was stable too. I just moved to this apartment because bullshit. Um, well, fuck the north side, first of all. Yeah, fuck the north side. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, actually, like the oh, north side, no. No, but it's okay. Ma'am, not as much, not as much as I do the southwest, but I do like north side. Have y'all been um, in? I Q- miss the niggas on the north side. <laughs> <laughs> like, I do. Benji, 
I mean, ain't nothing wrong with a band with the with the banshee trail, but I was like, like that always give me twirl vibes every time I'm on the north side. I get like, my love. <laughs> I get my life. Uh, I don't I mind being on the north side in urban areas, but I'm I stay in the urban area. But yeah. I'm just saying, like. I the niggas like, on the southwest, it's, it's on the south, they just different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they just different. I don't know. This, the or, the, the north side like a banshee. Like, they banshee on the southwest too. They banshee. You got some banshee areas, but it's just a different. They just treat me. What's the feels giving you country vibes on the north or not? Uh, yeah, it does. It's giving me <laughs> country hood vibes. Nah, very, it's, it's very more. It's, so. it's more hood up there though. Yeah, very trail riding fish. I, I want to finish my book i really have been yes. my juices my creative juices have been flowing and i've gotten yeah. a couple of chapters and i really want to finish my book so that is a goal of not even a decade like i want to be done within the next three years um but mm-hmm. i really want to i really want to finish my book i want to of course grow black trans women's ink i want to um I really want the BBB to start a network. I really want us to do something bigger than being individual. Mm-hmm. Um, I really want, I don't know, I haven't thought thought it out, but I really want us to do something um, bigger, something else. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I really want us all to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Yes, I want to do that. I want to be able to continue to produce things for people. I want to grow our brand. I want to, um, you know, just keep doing the work and just do it on a bigger scale. Mm. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. So I think we did a show, y'all. We hope that y'all are having a great holiday. Yes. We hope that your decade has been amazing. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> and we hope that you know you didn't have to go off on the relatives. But if you if it if it called for it, definitely serve them a plate. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, and I hope that this coming year and this com- oh, I hope that um whatever this impeachment shit with Trump, <laughs> I hope whatever this political it's a shit miracle it put a fire in people's ass so we can just way, kick people out. Like I just want us to be able to kick folks out and Keep I hope it, I hope this him being this existence of him in our political um era leads to all the people coming together and really just taking over the Senate, taking over the House, taking over the yeah. <laughs> presidency, and really getting things done. Um, yeah, so that's people ain't taking the, shit no more. Yeah, that's kind of what it is. I hope that that it comes something positive comes out of that. I hope that um, you know we get our climate change shit together so we can be here for multiple yes. more decades Baby. because so I feel comfortable having a kid yes. because Damn. who's looking forward to hurricane season is not me ever <laughs> <laughs> um you Baby. know oh, shit. so yeah so that's what i'm um i'm hoping for i hope we get our um our shit together in regards to climate change i hope that you all um just are blessed if you are listening to us we want to thank you all of the patrons who have supported us we want to thank you all of the people who have um shared our 
projects, our episodes, commented, liked, all that kind of stuff. We want to thank y'all. We really, really appreciate it. And actually, we want y'all to make sure that you, you know, get like two people on to Marsha's plate. Like just, just dedicate, just be dedicate yourself dedicate. to getting two people in your friend group to start listening to Marsha's play. Just two people. If you can get more, great. Um, um, yes, just two. Get two people to listen to Marsha's play and tell them why you love it and get them hooked. Get them on this train. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, y'all. So thank you, and we will see y'all next year. Yes. See y'all Happy later. Happy next day. Happy Kwanzaa. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye. Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's Plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We'll be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamond, S-T-Y-L-Z, at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. You going to say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. Every little thing's going to be all right.